Hey friend, it's Coy Robinson with NBC Sports. Let's talk some story. Derwin James signed a four-year, $76.4 million contract extension with the LA Chargers, making him the highest paid safety in NFL history. Who did he surpass? Great question. He surpassed Minka Fitzpatrick, who signed a four-year, $73.6 million deal with the Steelers. Why are we talking about this? Why should we care? It's an interesting question. I think, first and foremost, it's a lot of money. So it begs some attention. The second thing is who? Why Mr. James? Why Mr. James? The answer is because he is the consummate safety in this league today, or at least the Chargers believe he is. I should make that important distinction because that's an important distinction. That's interesting. You don't pay someone that much money unless you think, okay, you're the gold standard at this position. That's what it means. It's like you are the best. We, we expect you to, to live up to, to a standard and to lay down this is what it means to be an excellent safety in the National Football League. So we can learn a lot about what coaches and executives expect from that position in today's league. And that's interesting because that then brings us into this philosophical ground. We're treading into academic ground of like, I don't know if you know football coaches, but you can get into the weeds here very quickly. But one thing that's interesting about the game of football is that, yes, it it remains the same from a very simple standpoint. Move the chains, score touchdowns, or stop the ball, get off the field, right? It's very simple. But the game itself is alive. It, It evolves and it changes. You look at the old teams that used to dominate. Look at grainy black and white footage. And see, okay, well, how many different ways do they run the ball? Then you look at the Army teams that dominated, and you're like, wow, that was what the gold standard of of championship football team looked like. Then you look at a team like the Chiefs today or the Bucks or the Rams. We're We're talking about different types of offensive football, which means then that we need different types of safeties. So let's get into some of the stats here just so you can understand what I'm talking about. He had over 100 tackles, James did. Two interceptions, three forced fumbles, and two sacks in 15 games last season. What does that mean in like layman's terms? Because stats don't mean anything unless you can make them live and breathe, right? So what does that mean? It means that he's playing multiple positions. He is being a linebacker, right? You're you're a tackling machine, over 100 tackles in 15 games. That means that you're tackling in every cardinal direction, (laughs) north-south, which means up, down, right? So you think vertical at the line of scrimmage and down the field, which also means that you're tackling in a mob at the line of scrimmage around all these linemen and linebackers, and you're tackling open field tackle. And those are two very different skill sets. Then you're talk- talking about east and west tackling, which is sideline to sideline. That's a different skill set as well because you got to do pursuit angles. Then you talk about ball skills, interceptions. There's a reason why certain players tend towards positions where they don't have to catch the ball or play the ball because it's like this innate intuitive feeling of do you know where the ball is in space and can you go play it do you can you catch so the fact that he had success at that in that category statistically in the best football league in the world that's bearing fruit so then we ask another question okay well we know you're a tackling machine we know you can play the ball in space against whom against receivers as well as tight ends that's impressive because tight ends now all look like darren waller or like (laughs) George Kittle or Travis Kelsey, meaning they can block like an offensive lineman, but they look like Calvin Johnson. They're like 6'5 and lean, and they can run up and down the field. It's incredible. They're basically just 6'5 receivers who can block like offensive linemen. And then you can also 
guard slot receivers, which is a completely different body type. Speedy guys getting in and out of breaks who are more deceptive, not as much just power possession receivers. And then you look at sacks. That means you're rushing the quarterback. That means you're, you're coming off the edge. That's like you're playing defensive end. So you're playing cornerback, defensive back, safety, linebacker, and defensive end. That's what is expected of the safety position right now. And the Chargers believe that he is the gold standard. What's interesting, though, is the timing. Yes, he's had success, Pro Bowl, and multiple Pro Bowls, by the way, in a very short career. And all Pro Honors, which is more important than Pro Bowl. But he's also had a lot of injuries. I mean, he only played five games in 2019 due to a foot injury. Then he missed all of 2020 with a knee injury. Then you look at this past year, he had surgery on his labrum and his left shoulder. So to give that guy a record deal in football terms, injuries are kind of like the kiss of death. So to give that guy a record deal, you must really believe in his ability. I think it's a gamble. I don't think this is the wisest decision by the Chargers. I understand they're trying to build a young core there. They're trying to, to put pieces around Justin Herbert. Uh, they believe, honestly, I think they're trying to, to replicate the Rams. <laughs> they're trying to take the Rams uh, playbook. Uh, but at the same time, too, talent doesn't mean anything if, if you're not on the field. So we'll see if it pays off. I'm Corey Robinson with NBC Sports. I'd love to hear what you think. Please reach out to me on social media. Use the hashtag CoreyStory. Story.